This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 390 for Thursday, February 15th, 2024. And in today's episode, I want to talk about my favorite accessories for my Fujifilm X100V camera. Now I know for many people, this camera can be a sore spot, although I have no idea why. I just don't see the point in getting bent out of shape about a camera or a camera system. Now, over 40 years of shooting, I have shot with Canon, Nikon, Sony, Fujifilm, just to name the big camera makers that I have used. I've also used Yashica, Pentax, and some others at various times. All of these companies make great cameras that do an amazing job at making images. Now, I have never shot with, nor have I ever owned a Hasselblad, a Leica, or a phase one camera. And I don't trash them just because I don't want to spend the big bucks to own one. So I don't understand why all the people are out there hating on the Fujifilm X100V, especially when many of the haters have never owned or shot with one. Now for myself and many others out there, the Fujifilm X100V is the perfect street photography camera because it is small, lightweight, compact, and it comes with an excellent quality 23mm f2 lens, which is 35mm equivalent full-frame field of view. And I'm not the only one in the world who feels that 35mm is the perfect lens for street photography, or travel photography for that matter. A lot of owners of the X100V use it for documenting their vacations, other moments with their families, or just as their everyday carry camera. And I personally fall into all of these categories. Do I sometimes shoot street photography with anything else? Of course I do. I can also use my Fujifilm X-Pro3 with the XF 23mm f2 lens, or I even sometimes take my Fujifilm GFX 50R with my GF 35-70 to lens, set at 45 millimeters, which again is equivalent to 35 millimeters in the full frame field of view. It all depends on the mood I am in and how big and heavy a gear I want to carry. However, when I want to be lightweight and nimble, shooting street photography and discreet, I always reach for the X100V. And premium point-and-shoot cameras are popular because of their compactness. And Fujifilm is not the only camera maker to offer one. The original X100 came out in 2011. And Ricoh went the same route and released its original GR in 2013 for the exact same purpose. Street photography. Over the years, Ricoh has released the GR2 in 2015 and now the GR3 in 2019 and a GR3X as well. All of these are considered street photography cameras. 
Now, the big difference is the Ricoh GR cameras opted for a 28-millimeter full-frame field-of-view lens for their street photography camera, as it is another popular focal length for street. And the GR3X offers a version with a 40-millimeter full-frame field-of-view lens, which is also popular for street photography. Now, I'm not accusing Ricoh of ripping off Fujifilm's idea of a compact premium point-and-shoot camera dedicated to street travel and everyday carry shooting. But they might have opted to make the GR line for exactly that reason. Leica makes the Q2 and the Q3, which are also used primarily for street photography. And they are also premium fixed lens cameras, albeit with a full frame sensor and the ability to shoot at 28 millimeters, 35, 50 and 75 millimeters, making them a bit more versatile. Although with the digital teleconversion in the X100V, you can set that camera to shoot at 50 and 70 as well as 35 full frame field of view, making it more versatile as well. And Fujifilm also offers teleconversion lens adapters, which I'll get to in a little bit. Now, some people hate on the X100V because they feel it's too expensive for what it is. And with the hype from the TikTok driving the used prices through the roof to double or even triple its original MSRP of $1,399, I would agree on the hyperinflated prices. But to me, the original MSRP seems reasonable. Just because you cannot afford or do not want to spend the original MSRP doesn't mean it's a bad camera. I can afford a Leica Q2 or Q3, but I will not spend $5,000 plus for a compact point-and-shoot camera, even if it is full frame. Just because myself and many others aren't willing to spend that large amount of cash for a limited-use camera doesn't mean the Leica Q2 or Q3 are junk cameras either. They're very good cameras, very high-quality cameras, and they make amazing images. The Ricos, on the other hand, are a bit cheaper than the X100V at around $966 to $1,100 for their GR3 and 3X. The earlier GR cameras did have built-in ND filter and flash like the X100V as well as the leaf shutter. But when they released the GR3 line, they opted to remove the ND filter and the flash, so now it only has the leaf shutter, like the X100V. Now, another drawback to the GR line is there is no built-in EVF or OVF for shooting, no viewfinder whatsoever. You have to shoot these cameras like a smartphone using the rear LCD to compose and shoot. Ricoh does offer both the GV1 and the GV2 add-on external viewfinders, but I prefer that the X100V has them built in, and I personally only use the OVF when I shoot with mine. Now, the GV1 may be discontinued, I'm not certain, since I couldn't find any of them available at places like B&H and others, and it was around $150 for that viewfinder when it was available. But the newer GV2 viewfinder costs $250. So by the time you add on the viewfinder to the GR cameras, you're at the same price point as the X100V. But you still have no built-in flash or ND filters.
All right, so now let's talk about my favorite accessories for the Fujifilm X100V and why I love these particular accessories and why I use them. I will include links to these items in the show notes so you can check them out for yourself, but for full transparency, they are Amazon affiliate links. This does not change the price for you, the consumer. Only allows the show to make a few cents from each purchase to go towards paying the hosting bills for this show because I pay for all of that out of my own pocket. But let me take a short break right here and then we'll be right back. We hope you're enjoying this edition of the Liam Photography Podcast. You can visit the homepage at liamphotographypodcast.com for show notes and links. If you have questions, comments, or requests for topics or future guests you'd like to hear on the show, you can email me at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. Also, be sure to check out the liamphotographypodcast.com Facebook group, and you can find me on Twitter at liamphotoatl. You can tweet the show just insert the hashtag Liam photo podcast and now back to the show and we're back so first up we have the Haog. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right or not it's H-A-O-G-E square metal lens hood now this square metal lens hood is by far the most popular one for the X100V and I believe it's because it tapers in towards the lens and it has a simple on-off lens cap with it. In my opinion, it is the nicest looking of the lens hoods for the X100V, and the one that I prefer. But the company does also make another square lens hood that is bigger and does not taper in towards the center of the lens that you can choose from as well. And I have links to both of them in the show notes. Now, note that both of these lens hoods come in either silver or black color so you can color match them to your x100v body whether you have the black and silver combination color which they just call silver or the straight black one i personally think the first lens hood makes the camera look the coolest and since it tapers in towards the lens it doesn't interfere with the use of the built-in flash if you need to use it for portraits The larger square lens hood will partially block the flash, but if you use an external flash mounted in the hot shoe, then no worries using either of these hoods. Now, there are a few other companies that make square lens hoods for the X100V, so you have some flexibility there, but the Haug ones are my personal favorites. The Wayu Hard EVA Carrying Case. Now, this is a very nice and compact carrying case for the X100 line of cameras. And it works with not only the X100V, but all previous models of the camera as well. Now, I personally love this case for the times I want to travel as light as possible or have a limited amount of space for what I can take with me, such as on a plane. This case features an elastic strap inside to hold the camera firmly in place, so no worries about it sliding around or falling out when you open it. The case has really nice YKK zippers and also a carry handle built in on the outside for easy carry. But it does not give you any pockets for extra items like memory cards or batteries. 
You can, however, add extra memory cards into the case if you use the card holder that I will talk about in a little bit, as it is only the size of a credit card. Next up, we have the JJC dedicated metal hand grip L-bracket anti-slide holder. JJC is another company that makes a lot of great camera accessories, not just for the X100V, but for most any camera on the market. I love this plate as it gives me a more pronounced hand grip for holding the small X100V in my huge hands. And it also gives you a built-in Arca Swiss plate on the bottom for easy attachment to your favorite Arca Swiss ball head, which in my case are the Plataball Ergo and Elite ball heads. Another great feature of this hand grip is the fact that it does not block your access to the battery slash memory card door on the bottom of the camera, which means you don't need to remove it to get at those two items when you're out shooting, which is always a plus. If you put any kind of tripod plate on the bottom of the camera, chances are it's going to block that door and then you're going to have to take the plate off every time you need to access the battery or the memory card, which is a serious bummer. JJC Deluxe Metal Thumb Up Grip. Now, another of JJC's great accessories for the X100V is their thumb up grip, which is inserted into the hot shoe to give you a better grip and better ergonomics when carrying the camera. Now, this is just a basic metal thumb grip and Haug makes them as well. But I went with the JJC one as it is $3 cheaper than the Haug, and it has a black patch in the middle of the hot shoe area, which I think makes it look nicer, since my X100V is the black and silver edition. There is another company, Lensmate, and they make a folding thumb grip, which has a hinge so that you can pull the grip back away from the dials on the top of the camera to make them easier to reach to make changes to your settings. Now, the big downsides, downside of this thumb grip are its price at $60 versus $21 and $24 for the JJC and the Haug ones. But for some reason, it also takes 10 to 14 days to get one for some reason. So I can only assume it's because they must ship directly from China instead of having them available via Amazon fulfillment. All of these thumb grips are available in both silver and black as well, so you can get one that color matches your X100V or any other X100 camera. And most of these thumb grips are available for all cameras. You just have to search for the one for your model. So don't feel bad if you don't have an X100V and you're interested in one of these thumb grips. Chances are you can still get one for your camera that'll fit perfectly. Wasabi Power Battery 4-Pack. Now, if you've been listening to this show for any amount of time, you know that one of my most highly recommended items are Wasabi Power batteries for your camera. Wasabi Power has been around for quite a long time now, since 2001. And they make, in my opinion, some of the very best third-party batteries for cameras, especially. Now, I have been using Wasabi Power batteries in my cameras since they first came on the scene in 2001, and I cannot say enough about the high quality of their batteries. Some third-party batteries drain faster than the OEM ones, and some have to be charged with their own proprietary chargers for whatever reason. 
But Wasabi Power doesn't have those restrictions. I have been able to charge my Wasabi Power batteries in camera using the standard USB-C cable with no issues at all in all of my Fujifilm cameras that offer in-camera charging. And the same when I shot with Canon. Wasabi Power batteries are also a fraction of the cost of your OEM batteries, with the four-pack I have listed here only costing $30. Now, Wasabi Power does offer their own chargers for when you want to charge multiple batteries at once. And they also offer combo packs where you can get two additional batteries and a dual charger for $28 as well. So... You can go with just buying extra batteries or get extra batteries and the Wasabi Power Charger with it as well. Either way, however you want to do it. I have enough chargers for these batteries, both from Wasabi and Fujifilm, because I have multiple cameras that take the same battery that I don't have anything to worry about there. So when, it, when I got my X100V, I just bought the four pack of extra batteries because that's all I really needed. And I'm good to go. The Haug Lens Filter Adapter Ring. Haug to the rescue again. If you happen to buy a used X100V and it didn't come with the original Fujifilm filter ring, well, you can pick one of these up from Haug for $10 instead of paying Fujifilm's premium price for a new one. Again, Haug offers theirs in both silver and black editions as well, so you can get one that color matches your camera and allows you to attach filters to help weather seal your camera lens. And that's a win-win for sure. Nisi UHD UV Filter. Now, although I am generally not a fan of UV filters for cameras as a form of protection, I do like this one as it gives you a quick and easy way to weather seal the lens on the X100V, which is extremely handy. Nisi also makes very premium, high-quality filters, period. So you don't have to worry about this one causing strange artifacts in your images or color fringing when you're out shooting all day. And it's only $39, so it's not terribly expensive by any means. Peak Design Cuff Camera Wrist Strap. Again, if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you already know that Peak Design is one of my all-time favorite camera strap makers on the market today. Their nylon snap buttons that attach to your camera make it quick and easy to add on their wrist strap or any of their neck straps as well. The cuff strap is only $34.95 and comes with the anchor buttons. And they even give you a spare anchor button in case you lose one or the original one that you're using uh, wears out over time and is no longer safe to use. So it's really nice of them to give you a spare. The fact is their buttons for the anchor change color over time to warn you when they are getting worn enough to eventually fail. That is also a nice feature to keep your camera gear safe. Now, in addition to the cuff strap, I also own the Peak Design SL-BK-3 slide camera strap black uh, that's black and they offer it in gray as well and it is hands down one of my very favorite camera neck straps now if you're not a fan of their actual neck strap 
and you have one you already love because it has gel or some sort of extra padding, you can still buy the Peak Design Anchor Links for $24.95 and add them to that favorite strap and still have the Peak Design Quick Connect system for speed and strength and not have to tie your camera strap to your camera directly anymore, which can be a pain. Now, if you buy extra Peak Design buttons, you can use that one strap with all of your cameras should you have more than one, which is exactly what I do. The Fujifilm WCL-X100 Mark II. Now, the next two accessories I want to talk about are actually made by Fujifilm themselves. And they are, there are no third-party options available on the market. The first is the WCL-X100 Mark II Wide-Angle Conversion Lens. Now, this is a conversion lens that screws on to the standard 23mm lens on your X100V and allows you to change from a 35mm full-frame field of view to 28 millimeters, which is the same focal length as the Leica Q2 and Q3. Now you can have a slightly wider field of view for landscapes or street photography, either one. And since it's made by Fujifilm, it will not degrade your image quality. So no worries about your image quality suffering if you choose to use this conversion lens. <laughs> The Fujifilm TCL-X100 Mark II. This conversion lens for the X100V made by Fujifilm allows you to convert your camera from 35mm full-frame field of view to 50mm, which is awesome if you want to use your X100V for portraits either in your studio or for your family when out on vacation or around the home. The nice thing about this lens add-on is since it is a Fujifilm product, it does not crop into the image sensor to give you 50 millimeters. Instead, the camera's internal systems will upsample the images to give you 50 millimeters without any cropping or loss in image quality. So you still get your entire 26.1 megapixels of sensor resolution. The big difference with the Mark II versions of these lens add-ons is the fact that they have a magnet in them that allows your X100V to see them when attached and automatically change to that focal length and update your EVF and OBF accordingly, so you still get an accurate field of view. The Mark I of these conversion lenses, all those settings had to be changed manually in the camera menus, which could be a bit of a pain and a little bit time consuming. So I thought it was really awesome that they added that little magnet into the second generation conversion lenses so that the camera would see and detect them automatically, know exactly which lens it was, and then adjust all of its internal settings automatically so you didn't have to do any kind of intervention on your part to shoot with these new focal lengths. And I have both of them. I think it's great. 99.9% .9 of the time, yeah, I'm going to shoot with the 23 millimeter native lens because 
I use this camera mostly for street and travel and vacation photography. Um, but it is nice to have that flexibility. So if I go out, you know, I can carry the camera and the two conversion lenses in a really small bag. And I've got 28, 35 and 50 all in one easy to use lightweight compact system, which to me is just a total win win. And the last item I have for you today is the most slim and compact SD memory card case. Now, I absolutely love this memory card holder just because it is so small and lightweight and only the size of a credit card so I can carry it in my Ridge wallet if I really want to. It's only five millimeters thick and only weighs, uh, I believe it's 15 grams, so extremely small and lightweight. I, it can hold four SD cards, two on each end, and keeps them nice and secure while also protecting them from the elements. And the price tag isn't too shabby either at between $8 and $12 a piece on Amazon. And it also comes with a photography cheat sheet for those of you that are new to photography. You can always have that quick reference card handy if you're carrying this particular SD card holder. Remember to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a private group and you must answer a security question to join, which is the name of the host of the show, myself, Liam. And I've also opened it up to allow you to give the name of a previous guest on the show to show that you are a listener. Once you're in the group, you are free to post your own original work. I'm also the admin of the Fujifilm GFX 50R group, which is the largest group for the 50R on Facebook. If you own or plan to own the 50R, you can request to join that group, but you do have to answer two security questions to join that group. You can find my work at liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at liamphotoatl. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my projects at forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com and forgottenpiecesofpennsylvania.com. All right, that is going to wrap up this episode 390 of the Liam Photography Podcast. I want to thank all of my listeners once again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing us in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcasts. Also, wanted to remind you to stop by the Liam Photography YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, turn on all notifications so you don't miss any of my upcoming videos. I do post new videos weekly, long form, and I do occasionally do shorts as well. Now, let me ask you what accessories you have for your X100V or any of the X100 cameras. Please leave your comments in the show's Facebook group. And also remember that next week, February 20th, 2024, is the next Fujifilm X Summit, where they are expected to announce the new X100VI and all of the upgrades to this newest generation of the X100 line of cameras. All right, till then, I'll see you next week. <laughs>